Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 609 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Alex, and uh, no sponsors in this particular episode, so I just want to thank you all for your awesomeness and your time and uh, your support for everything I do here on Ask Pat, on Smart Passive Income, and all my other projects as well. Uh, I appreciate you. All right, now let's get to today's question from Alex. Here we go. Hey, Pat, quick question. So when you're looking for people to help you out with your projects and your websites, typically programmers or graphic designers, where do you find these people? Where do you look to to, to see these people? Um, I, I heard in one of your podcasts, you said something about Elance. Um, the thing with Elance is that you pay someone to help you uh, based on the amount of time that they help you with. Um, what if you're looking for someone that you want to work with in the long term as a business partner uh, since you have more experience with Elance do you find people on Elance that could be potential partners or would I have to look somewhere else would Elance be a viable solution uh, where, where would I look if I want to find someone to be a business partner and when you look at people on Elance how do you know you want to work with them? What goes through your mind when you're looking for someone, a good programmer, a good graphic designer? How do you determine that they are the best at what they do? Thank you. Hey, what's up, Alex? Thank you so much for the question today. Uh, this is a really important question because uh, here's the gist. When you're looking for business partners, you don't just want to find them randomly on the internet. Uh, and uh, what Elance is great for, which Elance and Odesk merged into what is now called Upwork, upwork.com. So if you're looking to find people to work on certain projects, everybody from developers to programmers to uh, legal advice uh, and everything in between, uh, you could check out upwork.com. And it's a great site. I've used, uh, back when it was Elance and Odesk, I've used both of those services um, dozens and dozens of times, very successfully. Actually, my very first experience was back in 2008 when I hired a voiceover talent to read off my ebook that I then that I then sold on top of the uh, ebook that I had. So I had an audiobook and an ebook to sell at GreenExamAcademy.com, and that that totally changed my business. And uh, it was a great experience. And I've worked with several other people in the past as well. I've hired developers on there too. And so I will say, even before we get into the business partner stuff, I'm going to answer your uh, last question here, which is, uh, how do you know someone is great on one of those sites where you're finding developers? And there's a number of different things that you should be doing. One, definitely do your due diligence. I've made this, the mistake of hiring the one person who is the cheapest bidder or the first bidder uh, because I wanted to get started. But please be patient a little bit at least and make sure you see all the candidates who come in and uh, do your due diligence just to make sure you're going to be hiring the right people. Um, I had a project that was supposed to take three weeks, take three months, and three X the amount of dollars and um, it just was not a good experience because I rushed into it so please just be patient now when you're finding people and people come to you saying they want to work on your stuff uh, obviously price is is a factor and don't go with the lowest price that's that's kind of my number one rule um, but you also want to look at each of their profiles uh, for one and just to kind of get an idea uh, and a feel uh, for their vibe and what what they have going on what their experience is of course is going to be really important then you can start to shop around and compare one thing I like to look at is their portfolio, a 
uh, an account of their existing work that they have and actually if it's possible to actually use it. So if it's a developer who has developed the website, I want to go and use that thing. And if I'm at sort of stage two, so I've, you know, what, what I typically do is I get a whole bunch of people who are interested in working with me on a particular project on one of these types of sites, and I kind of weed out the ones that, you know, don't don't make sense or I just don't want to work with. Uh, and then I'm left with uh, sort of phase two or, or a group of people who I may consider working with, and I do some more um some some more due diligence from there. One of those things is I actually reach out to companies or people who have uh, who, who who these uh, developers or whoever say they work with because sometimes they say they might work that they might be responsible for that particular design or whatever um, and and oftentimes they're not not oftentimes but sometimes and I've I've had people email me say hey Pat this person said they did your website is that true and I say no and then we go report that person and throw them in jail for forty years not not actually do that but you know we do report them to to those websites and their accounts get taken down or they get warnings and, and things like that so just make sure that the stuff you see in their portfolio is legit especially the most interesting ones that might relate to whatever it is that you're doing uh then i also have conversations with those people again just sort of like referrals right uh just being like hey what did you think of working with this person was it a good experience um you know that, that that's that's one thing i always ask those people then i always look at and some of these websites will tell you how many times they've been picked up again by somebody who has hired them once and that's really important because if somebody hires these people more than once, then you know that they're great. And so I look at that number two. Uh, and then the last thing I do typically is I message them individually so I can gauge A, response time, and B, communication style, and if there's some good vibe there, if this person uh, seems interested even. And that that's kind of what I look at. So that's that's how I can tell if, you know how I stack the uh, situation in my favor to make sure I, I'm working with somebody who, who seems like they're going to be um, knowledgeable about whatever it is that I'm having them do. Uh, so that's that's the first thing, or your last thing. But your first question was about finding business partners. And I, I wouldn't look for business partners. Uh, as, you know, I'm guessing that you have like an idea for something and you're looking for a developer that you want to partner with as opposed to just paying them money. And I think that's a smart way to go about it because especially when it's a project like a piece of software, for example, um, if you hire a company to, to build that piece of software for you, Software in particular is something that continually needs to be updated, uh, especially if it's something like a WordPress theme or a WordPress plugin because there's so many different themes that, that are out there. A lot of things break. There's a lot of bugs. And we know WordPress comes out with new additions and new new updates, which affect existing plugins. So uh, if it's like that, you definitely want to make sure you hire a business partner. But it's also better because you can uh, work with that person, come up with a deal, revenue share, and, and, and uh, that it, it makes it a lot easier in terms of keeping that person on board to continue to provide support and continue to build out new versions of the of the plugin or software or whatever it is that you're having them do the app uh, so so that's that's something that comes to mind i will say however that when you work with a business partner there's a lot more legal stuff that has to be done ahead of time you want to make sure you have attorneys on both sides look at a contract and you know, maybe even creating uh, an, a separate entity or a partnership uh, so that everything is in working order so that your personal assets are protected and so there's just agreements all around. And it's a difficult process. It takes a lot of work. There's a lot of scenarios that, that you and your attorneys will have to figure out. For example, what happens if one person just doesn't want to work with that company anymore? Can the other person be bought out? And what does that look like if there's a disagreement? How, do you, how are they resolved? Would you want to get a third party involved? All these sorts of things. So that's another thing that you have to think about. But in terms of where you would find them, I would I would 
Try to meet people in person if possible. Conferences are a fantastic place because you know that the people who are there, uh, they wouldn't just spend their money just for no reason. They're there because they're looking to make connections as well. Uh, they're there because they're looking to improve, and that's the kind of person that you might want to hang out with and, and work with. And really, when you want to, when when you really comes down to it, partnerships are like marriages. And you don't you don't just marry the first person you date, uh, or maybe you do, but or maybe you got lucky. But uh, typically, you date around, and you just discover what it is you like and dislike about uh, your your partner, so that you can find somebody who sort of meets the bill. And even then, you know, marriages and partnerships aren't perfect, and there could be miscommunications here and there, and you might have to you know, wake up in the middle of the night because she's pregnant and she wants a Snickers bar and you don't want to make him upset. And anyway, no, never mind. Uh, but you know what I mean? You got to, you got to, you got to realize that this is, this is a big thing you're getting into. It's a big commitment. So you want to make sure that both parties know what they're getting themselves into and that this is uh, not just something that you can set up once and forget about, but this is something that's uh, kind of more long-term there. So Alex, thank you so much for the question. Best of luck to you. Thank you so much everybody for your questions please head on over to askpat.com you can ask questions right there on that page if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show and alex i want to send you an ask pat t-shirt because you're awesome and because everybody who gets featured here on the show gets a t-shirt so you're going to hear from my assistant jessica in the next couple of weeks and uh we'll collect your information so we can send that to you Thank you all so much for your time and attention and uh, your reviews on iTunes. I just am so thankful for uh, the relationship that we have. You're here listening to this show. You've spent eight minutes with me, ten minutes with me today already uh, to to listen to this show, and I, I just want to say I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, and here's a quote to finish off the day by Brian Eisenberg. He says, our jobs as marketers are to understand how the customer wants to buy and help them do so. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you guys in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers. Cheers.